Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Steve uh, to the radio broadcast. Uh, Steve works in our kitchen and uh, has a very important role uh, as he ministers uh, to the many of uh, our guests that come into the mission on a daily basis. So, Steve, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. I would say that uh, Steve is a, uh, he does minister, uh, but primarily I would say it's more of an indirect uh, manner uh, than directly at the uh, serving uh, unit line or cooking. Tell us a little bit about what your your primary role is and how you serve here at the, at the Haven. Sure. I'm primarily the inventory control clerk. Um, and so my primary role is just to keep charge of and keep track of uh, stock and what do we have, what kind of donations have been coming in, and uh, try to keep a written inventory of that just to keep going and so we know what's going on. Um, making a couple orders each week, whatever we don't get donated, uh, we do have a budget where we can order that. And so I go around about once a week for paper products and for food items uh, just to make sure we have what we need each week. Well, you know, Steve, you've been with us for over three years. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, before you came to the ministry, uh, you did, uh, as we do with everybody, Kurt, uh, when we hire people in, we hear a little bit about their testimony. So uh, why don't you share a little bit uh, as we w- about your testimony and how you came to the Lord? Sure. Um, well, I grew up in a, uh, a Lutheran home, uh, mom and dad. Uh, mom had become a Christian early on, and then we started going to church. But... Um, it was something that I just, I knew I should probably do, or I kind of thought, you know, when you go to church and you become a, a godly person, that's something you do when you're older. You know, I kind of just wanted to have fun and have a good time, and that's something I'll think about later, but right now I just really wasn't ready. Um, so I got into my junior high years. I kind of got into a little bit of depression. I uh, grew up with some alcoholism at home for my dad, um, so just kind of had some emotional wounds there and dealt with that by just saying, you know what, if, if people don't care about my grades or things like that you know what I'm just not going to care and so I started to kind of spiral downward academically um, and in high school kind of dabbled with a little bit of partying a little bit of drinking um, and so it wasn't until I had went to a gospel rap concert I was really into hip-hop at the time um, it was just something that really spoke to me in my life and uh, just randomly out of the blue got a invitation letter to go to a youth a youth outing where there was a gospel rap concert and I said hey you know might as well try it out my cousins were going and you know we could hang out and have a good time um so we went and I didn't expect anything to happen but that night uh they had an altar calling I was cut to the heart uh I had heard the gospel message growing up at a Lutheran school many times but that day it was just so different and I really felt like God was speaking to me and not just everybody else it actually spoke to my heart and my life and I saw my need for a savior that day so praise the Lord and, uh, you know, I'll be the first to admit that rap isn't my first choice in, in music. But you know what? Uh, God will use whatever mm-hmm. means it available. Mm-hmm. Uh, true, to, very uh, true. And, and one of the ways we see um, God using uh, the means that he uses, at least here uh, at the Haven, one of those areas is, uh, is through meals, providing mm-hmm. meals, uh, the food service area. And you're kind of in a supportive role uh, to make sure that it gets, uh, they, they have what they need to prepare it and when they need it and um, how much of what they need. Um, I was looking over uh, Matthew. I don't know, Steve, if you're familiar with this passage in Matthew 25, uh, verses uh, 35 and 36. But it says, uh, I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. 
I needed clothing, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. I was kind of thinking of, uh, before I read that, uh, encapsulates a lot of what the Haven of Rest uh, is about. And, of course, your ministry uh, is uh, feeding the hungry and uh, giving drink to the, to the thirsty. Mm-hmm. So as we talked a little bit about uh, this earlier before we started uh, recording, how, how, again, tell us a little bit how you view your role there uh, as, uh, as ministry. Well, sometimes it is difficult. We, um, you know, in the food service, we're very busy, so we're getting three meals ready a day for 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easy to get lost in that, and you, you're just worried about the next meal. Is it done? Is it ready? Um, and so what I try to do is just say to myself, you know, what we're doing is providing for people's needs. Everybody needs to eat. Everybody needs to drink something. And so even though if that's minor, you know, Jesus did say even a cup of cold water in my name um, is, a, is a worthy ministry. And so... Uh, we're meeting people's needs. We're helping them to get food, and they're everyone that's here. You know, they're kind of in a transition mode. You know, they're they're trying to get back on their feet. They're trying to get back out there, um, and so we're providing those needs uh, through our food service. Well, you know, Steve, as we were talking uh, before the broadcast here, you know, we were you were sharing a couple. Uh, you, you do have the privilege of having interaction with some of our guys that are on the long-term program, a residential program, that's the discipleship program. And a couple of the stories you shared uh, with Kurt and myself I thought would be of great interest to our listeners of how uh, you interacted maybe with the couple and how it blessed you. Sure. Um, well, the first one, uh, there was a, a resident named Mike, um, and we had just kind of really headed off, and we, we got to meet during lunch times and we just kind of did a little bit of mentoring and just a little bit of discipling just to kind of have somebody, you know, that he could talk to and just be open with and about his life and his goals and things he was trying to do. Um, so we hit it off really good, and he left the program. And he's still doing very well, and we keep in contact. And uh, he actually recently asked me to be his best man at his wedding, which is something uh, that I will cherish for the rest of my life. That's something that's very priceless to be asked to do that and to have had an impact in someone's life to where they think that highly of uh just how you've helped them so mm-hmm. that was one example uh, another was that from time to time we'll be, we'll be asked to give food baskets to um former residents and so just to help them with you know once again their needs of food and things like that so there was a resident who needed one and I remember it just kind of being near the end of the week we had a lot of things we had to do i was kind of stressed out and then i got a note that um we needed a food basket and i was like oh man i don't know if i'm gonna have time might still be able to get everything done. I was just really focused on that and not this person's need, just to be honest. So I got it ready. I got it done. And when I went upstairs and I gave it to this person, uh, the look on their face was just absolutely indescribable of just being very uh, grateful and heartfelt appreciation of what we had given them. Um, You could just really tell that this gentleman needed what we had. And we even gave above and beyond of things he wasn't even expecting to get. And uh, that just really touched me. I said, Lord, I am sorry that I was more focused on what needed to be done rather than just focusing on the heart of this ministry. And how did that man, what was his emotions when you uh, brought that? Oh, he just, you could tell he was getting teary-eyed. You could tell he was kind of uh, just a little befuddled of just being so overwhelmed. Like, really? This is for me? This is, you're giving all this to me? And uh, he just was unexpected, but very grateful of what we had given him genuinely grateful well you know steve as 
you minister in a in a variety of different ways. And you're Kurt, we know uh, ministry as we focus on our daily activities. There's there is a lot that goes on uh, through our daily schedules here. And you're right, Steve. Uh, there are times that we can be so task oriented. Sometimes uh, we think, oh my goodness, uh, we can miss uh, some ministry opportunities. But the Lord also shows himself in a lot of different ways, too, in the food ministry in itself. As you do inventory or you're pulling stock, you see uh, on many occasions how the Lord, maybe when things are almost empty on the shelves, and how the Lord provides. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, Well, definitely once a year, um, you know, we're pulling turkeys to get ready for our Thanksgiving meals and our Christmas meals. Um, and it's just amazing to see how full those are at the beginning of the process to where, you know, we're doing about 50 a week. And so all of a sudden, slowly, I see it start to dwindle down. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how next year is going to be. And sure enough, the Lord provides and we'll just we'll get a whole bunch from just very, very nice and um, just good hearted people that want to donate. Maybe their turkeys from work that they got or they just felt led to go buy a couple and bring it to us. So. It's just that's been really cool to see how maybe something's dwindling down and then we're like, oh, maybe we have to buy this. And then all of a sudden we'll get things. Also, you know, especially beverages, sometimes, you know, <clears throat> that really helps out a lot when people can give milk or give some type of beverage that we can use. And if that, you know, sometimes that dwindles down, and we'll just get a whole bunch and that really saves uh, the mission um, on our budget. Mm-hmm. So it absolutely does. As as we're recording this, uh, today is near the uh uh, year anniversary that uh, one of our former uh, workers in the he was in the dock Carlito uh, Carlito Diaz who was a, uh, a former resident uh, he uh, last year at this time passed away uh, unexpectedly and so uh, I'd ask if you're comfortable maybe just a Uh, He was here when you first started working, so we were kind of joking about, did he show you the ropes or or show you how to, uh, you know, get tangled in the ropes? (laughs) He was an interesting uh, character, and I mean Mm -hmm. that in, uh, I'm I'm laughing inside as I say that, Mm -hmm. because uh, he he was really just a a real interesting uh, personality, musician, uh, but he also uh, had a heart, too, for those that were here. I think your your thoughts were really good uh, prior to us recording here. Maybe you could just share uh, some of his impact on you. Yeah, I mean, his his life was, uh, before he came to Christ, you know, he was an alcoholic. Um, many people tell stories about when he first came in and just how he looked just very intoxicated, and people just didn't expect much to come out of his life. You know, if you were to look at him from the outside, you would have said, no way, this guy's not going to make it. But I think Carlito's life just is quite a testimony of what this ministry does and is capable of doing, of just taking someone um, in a very bad situation and then introducing Christ to them and giving them the gospel and then just watching a life flourish and just continually, continually grow. And Carlito, I was blessed to be working with him for about two years, and I, in my own life, have just been so humbled. Uh, You know, Carlito didn't have... uh, you know, a Wall Street position. He didn't have, uh, he wasn't an executive, but he he was the dock worker and he did his job with the utmost joy and gratefulness for the ministry of being here and being affected by it and also just being a really good people person. You know, he, he just had a way with people that even the most, you know, when we have a lot of serious times, serious moments in the kitchen, getting things ready, getting things going, we can kind of be a little tense. And Carlito could just cut through that with just one one-liner 
after another and just make us all laugh. And that, that's really just what I remember about him and just his life of showing us that you don't have to have the highest position to be able to serve. And he really did his position as best as he could for the Lord. And it just showed, and it, he beamed with, with the Lord's joy in his life. And that's what I remember about him. And that was really nice to be able to have a front row seat of his life and his change and to be able to watch that every day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we we were all blessed with Corlito and his life and seeing God transform his life. And uh, uh, what a blessing he was. Yeah, he spoke to a lot of us in words of encouragement and humor and uh, the gifting of the guitar and just everything that he did. Unique. Yeah, very unique. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Steve, uh, you've been a blessing to us as well. Um, and we want to thank you for your work that you're doing, uh, which is vital to the ministry. And saying that, as we get ready to wrap things up here, uh, I'd like to ask how our listening audience can pray for you and your ministry. Um, I would just pray um, just that the Lord would continue to provide for us. Um, you know, once again, through donations, things like that, that we need. Um, also, just for our staff, sometimes our staff can be uh, laid out just from different health health concerns or different things that are going on in our lives. Um, and also, too, sometimes, like I was saying, we do get stressed out. And just that uh, the Lord would just, just help us through that and encourage us, help us to keep remembering why we're in the ministry, why we do what we do to keep that at the forefront. Um, we would be greatly appreciated. Well, Steve, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes to uh, really bless us by uh, mm-hmm. sharing here today, and I'm sure that uh, our listening audience has been blessed as well. So we will pray for uh, those items that you mentioned, and uh, once again, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me.